Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Hey, Mike Lynch here. Hey, and I'm Patrick Harris. You probably like baseball, which is why you're listening to this. This is the uh, Hot Corner Podcast. Well, I kind of like baseball. I guess I'll tune in. Baseball's pretty neat, so thanks for listening. This is brought to you by your local Les Schwab Tire Center. Doing the right thing since 1952. Woo, baseball! And now the pitch by Martinez is up and in and hits Gerald Williams on the left hand. Dig your cleats in. Now he's going to charge the mound. He's going to charge Martinez, and the fight is on. He got a right hand in before he grabbed him behind by Baratek, and now the benches are empty. It's time for Hour 2 of the Hot Corner with Patrick Harris. Yerzhensky wanting to know, am I going? He is going. And Mike Lynch. It is a collision at the plate, and Yerzhensky not only bangs in the Barrett, bangs onto the plate, and here they go. Step up to the plate for hour two of the Hot Corner. Posenda getting into it with Barrett. I mean, there is some hooking going on in the bottom of two piles. On 1080. Redemption help. Whoa. Bautista got all he could handle with that. Wow. That's some pretty solid contact right there. The Fan. Welcome into the second hour of the Hot Corner. If you're missing the first hour, you can download that at the Les Schwab Tires podcast at 10 of the fans. Speaking of podcast, beers on us drops tomorrow at four-ish. As Mike likes to say, four-ish. So get that wherever you get your podcasts. Also at 1080thefan.com. It'd be really nice if our podcasting system allowed us to schedule posts. Well, then then it would be exactly for every single Thursday unless I forgot. Uh, now it's like, oh, yeah, I got to do it now. And so, then it just goes up. Whenever it goes up. doesn't really matter to me. Say, something tells me that Mike doesn't have to post the podcast. That's why he's so angry, right? Kidding, obviously. Because he wouldn't be that upset if you didn't have to oh. be at the computer at four every yeah. time. Well, I'm, Good thing every Thursday at four o'clock he's on a computer. Yeah, I mean, that's why I picked that time. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but sometimes, you know, I post the first hour of prime time, and then it's like, do, 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 do. let's do my update, do, 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 do. Oh, crap, it's 4.30. I didn't post the podcast. Do, 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 do. Post the podcast. Oh, it failed. GD. People okay. waiting outside the window with like a bat in their hand. Where's the podcast, Mike? You mean all the texts that come in? Where's the club hour, Mike? Yep, already got one today. I saw that. <laughs> I always get a kick of that because I'm just here one day a week. So I'm like, what's with these people, guys? I know. It's like. 
Guys, you have to understand hot. that when you text <clears throat> where's the club hour, I'm sitting in a host chair in the other room, not able to yeah. post things. <laughs> yeah, losers. Where's the club hour, Mike? I should start just ruining your reputation and be like, you know what? Shut up and quit worrying about the club hour, you idiot. I do and what I want. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sign it my name. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, hey. Mike should be running this place. <laughs> uh, we went off on a big tangent last segment about um, – Players you want to see play now. And I, you know, I don't. Thanks to a texter, by the way. Thanks to a texter. And I don't love getting into the, the age old conversation. Could Jim Brown play running back in today's game? And I don't know. Just who do you want to see? With all nutrition and all that kind of stuff, who do you want to see? We're getting Satchel Page on the text line, which is kind of cool to think about. 55305. You know, text us in and the people you would like to see play today, considering they had all nutrition and strength and conditioning and all that kind of stuff today. I like that Satchel Page call. Yeah, that's, I think that's kind of cool. I think that's my pitcher. Now that I saw that, because I, I was having a really hard time picking a pitcher I'd want to see. Mm-hmm. That's my guy. I want to see. I want to see Satchel. Pitcher. I think my my. I think I'm sticking with Bob Gibson. Um, although I was kind of talking to Mike and I were kind of talking about this over the break. I'd love to see Walter Johnson, Chrissy Matthewson, just because I didn't see them play, and there's not really footage of them playing. So I would really like to see those guys just to kind of see their stuff. Um, as far as, I mean, I'll stick with, with, with Bob Gibson, um, uh, Mike, you mentioned when we were out, you know, Koufax, I mean, I'd love to see that curve. Yeah. I, I asked the question, I was like, when did Koufax stop? Cause the question was fifties to seventies and you said it was last year was what? 60 something. Uh, I think his last year Ooh, off the top of my head, I'm going to go with 1964. So he would fit that criteria. I'd love to see Koufax today. Yeah, for sure. Actually, I'm going to look that up right now. I think that'd be interesting. I feel fairly confident about that. You are very good at some of these random baseball stats. Damn it, it's 66. Two years off, I'll give you credit. He had a 1.73 ERA in his final season. He Mm. had 41 games started, 27 complete games, five shutouts. And he retired. 317 strikeouts. What a jerk. That was 60 less than the year before. (laughs) Oh, my God. Who do you think Sandy Koufax would most replicate in recent games? Nobody replicates Sandy Koufax. People replicate Sandy Koufax. Okay. See what I mean there? Who most replicates Sandy Koufax's game? Kershaw. And not just because he's a Dodger. It's because of the curve. It's the curveball. I was going to say Kershaw. I mean, maybe maybe Zito too a little bit, but Zito's was more of like a, I don't know, more of like a shtick pitch. I don't know if I call it a shtick. Uh, yeah, I guess that's, that that's a, a little really harsh. That's a little ball. harsh, but it's more twelve to six to where. I mean, Kershaw's a pretty twelve to six curveball, but it's more power curve. Yeah, yeah it, it it's got a lot more to it. And Koufax's, I feel, was a little a revolutionary and b a little harder to decipher that it was a curve. I think after a while, people knew Zito was throwing the curve. To where even now, people don't know Kershaw's throwing the curve. Well, he kind of stopped throwing it in the same way. He had to. Yeah, because people knew. Yeah. It's like, why is that ball coming at me at my eyes? Oh, right. Wait, wait, <laughs> wait, wait. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, some hitters that I would really like to see from, you know, 50s, 60s, 70s. I mean, I'd love to see Pete Rose in today's game just because, just especially if it wasn't fat and pudgy, if you, you know, I, I'd like to see that. Other guys, I'd really like to see, like, Stan the Man. I'd love Stan Musial. I'd love to be able to watch him play in today's game because I think he was just a smart hitter. Uh, and... And I'm I'm gonna stick with I'm gonna stick with Roberto Clemente. I think he's just kind of got all around. I think he can hit for average. I think he can hit home runs. He can steal bases. He plays fantastic defense. 
That's that's probably my one guy I wish I could see play today. And mostly because I think his season didn't his career didn't have a true finish. Did you mention Ted Williams? I'd like to see Ted Williams too. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. I I mean I think Ted is kind of like an obvious one. Well, I mean, this is not necessarily a who's some rare niche player you want to see. It's like, who do you want to see? I'd love to see Ted Williams. Yeah, I'd love to see Ted Williams, too. You know, Honus Wagner, things like that. Guys, Rogers Hornsby, you know, I'd, I'd love to see those dudes. Yeah. Um, we got a text on the fan text line, 55305. What would Mike Trout do in his in his current abilities back then? Uh, destroy. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely, Absolutely destroy. Absolutely destroy. Yeah. Okay. He might have a little trouble against Bob Gibson and Sandy Koufax, but when Johnny Come Lately is on the mound, yuck, 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 yuck. I don't think you'd have trouble <laughs> against those guys either, to be honest with yeah, you. Yeah, maybe not. Maybe not. <laughs> you know he's how many curveballs he just demolishes? Yeah. All of them. A lot of them, yeah. Um, some other, yeah, I think for me, a lot of it is just kind of those old, old, like a Jimmy Fox, you know? Like, what does Jimmy Fox do today? I'd love to I see think a lot of them. I'd are, love to see Steve Carlton pitch today. I think he was a smart, good pitcher. I think a lot of these guys, for most of us, are guys that we have no clue, but we just know their names because they're on all the top of the leaderboards. And we just want to, like, see them play at all you know yeah like oh that that's who jimmy fox is i see mm-hmm. okay i also think it'd be interesting if like if a ricky henderson played in today's game would ricky be a hall of famer would he steal as much that's that's a way closer time frame though understood but steals are because when did he retire like 95 well which time i mean well, ricky ricky was playing baseball into the 2000s when did he retire legitimately i'm not talking about the last time i'm saying when he retired and then he came okay when did he retire was it 95 ricky's last year in major league baseball is 2003 okay but i'm talking about his his first last year in baseball is that a better way to put it uh you could go with either 97 where he played 120 games but he also played 152 in 98 and 123 in 2000 and 123 in 2001 so he didn't really take a break then no okay Played 14 years for the Oakland A's. Yeah, he did. He was so good. I think he would translate just fine. Well, I think hitting-wise, but, I mean, would he have as many stolen bases? Yes. Because people don't steal bases. Yeah, well, people don't steal bases because they don't see it as valuable anymore. Some catchers have gotten really good at throwing runners out, but that is not a skill that has necessarily improved. I mean, the the rate of throwing out hitter or runners is so low for catchers, he'd be fine. Well, and this where and, I, and pitchers suck at checking first base now. That's the truth. This is where I bring up one <clears> on the text line, and I actually brought him up a couple weeks ago when we uh, were talking about Jackie Robinson. Cool Papa Bell. He is uh, considered one of the fastest players of all yeah. time. Granted, he was a little bit before the 50s. He was in the Negro <clears> League <throat> years, but uh, he stole a lot of bases. A lot of uh, times he would take second and third. Uh, so seeing if he would be able to hold up in today's age, being able to be that fast on base, base pads like you were saying, could he hold his own? Probably, because people, historians say that he was one of the fastest players of all time. So him, Jackie Robinson, obviously. Yeah, of course. Uh, we didn't even mention Jackie. <laughs> yeah, that's true. But that goes without saying almost. I mean, I, let's not forget guys like Willie Mays. I mean, yeah, Duke Snyder. Like, I want to watch those guys. Basically, the best players of all time. We want to watch them again. We want to see them now. See. Um, is there a player who is playing now who you think would fit in olden baseball, not dominate it, would fit in olden baseball. A player now, a like player, an active player? An active player whose style of play 
most resembles the style that you would imagine, not that we watched it all happen, that you would imagine would be able to fit, not dominate, fit and be a good player back in the 50s. I can't think of a, an active, but of current guys, the first two names that came to mind, which is funny because they played for the same team, is uh, Larry Jones Jr. and Greg Maddox. I don't know if Chipper would fit right in. You don't think so? I think Chipper was better than that. Okay. I'm think. I mean, I Matt, Maddox I, maybe because his style was a little bit more. I know. I don't. I just. I just don't want to be like, you know, Anthony Rendon. Well, easy to say. He just won an MVP. No, because the first person who popped into my head was like Whit Merrifield. Oh, first of all, his name is Whit Merrifield. <laughs> that is true. Uh, second of all, he is kind of a jack of all trades. Does everything pretty like, well. Like a Brock Holt. Sure. I mean, I think yes. Benintendi. Yeah. <laughs> Um, naming Red Sox, and Mike naming, is losing interest. You're just naming players now. <laughs> um, like I feel like Whit Merrifield would fit because he does a lot of things well, but he's not spectacular, right? Mm-hmm. Brock Holt's not good enough, I don't think to like. I get that style of player, yeah, but better, which is why I said Whit Merrifield. But um, is there someone like that, or is Whit Merrifield the answer? I don't know. No, I I don't know. I think it's tough because it's like you got to get to like tier two and three players because it's easy to say tier one. Because at first I want to think like a guy like Christian Yelich. Right. Because he's like solid all around. But he would destroy. Exactly. But Christian Yelich four years ago sure. would be a pretty damn good player in the 50s, 60s. Yeah. Sure. Not fully so realizing his potential. Right. So I'm trying to like cut tier one. Ooh, Michael Brantley. Bam. Got it. Actually, that is a pretty good answer. What up? <laughs> Your fave. My fave. My boy. Not really, you cheating loser. He had to. He had, he knew. He knew. He knew. He knew. He knew. I like how you said dude like to yourself. You know, like, You're like trying to talk yourself into knowing that he's a, a stupid astro cheater. Anyway, I think we could go on this forever. He had a really good year, too. He did. He just doesn't hit home runs or get RBIs. I wonder why he had a really good year. <laughs> Bang. We need the trash can drop so I can just hit it whenever I need to. All right, when we come back, I want to get into uh, KBO teams as if they were major league teams. And is this the best way to choose your team? We'll do all that. Uh, that's Mike Lynch. I'm Patrick Harris. Joe Fish behind the glass. Danny the fan. Lynch on 1080 The Fan. It's 8 here. This is Portland Sports Leader. This came across on the text line. I want to give a shout out to Barry Zito. It's his uh, Jackie Robinson day. He's 42 today. He's 42 today. What are you going to do on your 42nd birthday? I don't, I don't know. Well, I mean, I got to start thinking. <laughs> it's not that far away. That's 12 years away, brother. Yeah. <laughs> When's your birthday? June 27th. All right. Mine's in June, too. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm going to go to a baseball game for my uh, 42nd. Ooh. Sounds like a good idea. Are we going to be allowed to go to baseball? Uh, I would hope in, uh, you know. What was that? Six, six, years six years that I'm able to do that. Seven years for me. Yep. Seven years. I would hope I'm be able to do that. <laughs> Baseball and it's gone. <laughs> and it's gone. 
Uh, Mike, you came across this with the KBO up. Um, some some quick things uh, to to share with everybody. The uh, uh, the Dynamos and or sorry, the, the Dynamos. The, the Houston Dynamos are playing Korean baseball up. organization, baseball Shut organization, up. baseball. The Dinos and the Giants are both tied atop of the leaderboard uh, at six and one. Uh, so that's kind of where we are. Now. I picked the SK Wyverns. Where are they? The I S- they were three and one when the I last SK checked. SK Wyverns are one and six. Uh, and I'm going to claim a team. That seems wrong. Wait, did you claim what? the Dinos? Did anybody claim the Dinos? I think I'm claiming the Deuce and Bears. All right, I'm claiming the Dinos because I watched a half inning and they absolutely shelled the pitcher in the first inning. And I picked yeah, and Casey Kelly. Yeah, and they <laughs> they went on to lose that game. They did? Yes. I'm not a Dinos fan anymore. <laughs> it went I, into, I unclaimed the it Dinos. Went into, too late. Once you claim them, yeah. you can't bring it back. It went, in, it went, into, ex- it went into extras and the Kia Tigers beat them. Come on, uh, Dinos. And I picked <laughs> the Wyverns because they're an underutilized mascot of a really cool mythical creature. Yeah, they're one and six. They're only five games out, though. <laughs> For some reason, when I looked at the standings that first time we talked Still about early. it, I thought they were like three and one. But maybe I'm just an idiot. Oh, unless the Google machines are wrong. Well, damn probably, it, Dinos. Probably not. <laughs> damn it. Um, so I came across this post from. They're playing the Dinos. Baseball Brit. Yes, this guy. This guy. He was on the uh, call on ESPN the other day. And he put out a list. With Pook Shambi. Of the 10 mm. players, or the 10 teams, and the MLB team that is most like their team. So if you would like to choose a team, and you want to base it on your MLB favorite team, okay, then you can do it this way. So I think you should give us the major league teams first. Okay. Uh, I'm just going to take a wild guess and that my Orioles did not make this list. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> my Indians did also not make this list. Um, my Yankees made the list. Damn uh, Orioles. Shocker, Mike. <laughs> I'm shocked. Is there a comp wow. to uh, Aaron Boone in the league too? Probably. Um, great wow. manager who's constantly hated on by one random person in Portland, Oregon. He's like yeah. passed out in the dugout just. What? While yeah, the GM's just... like just making hand signals from the booth. <laughs> Um, here are the MLB teams that are being represented according to Baseball Brit. Okay. In the Korean Baseball Organization. Okay. The Yankees. Okay. The Royals. Interesting choice. <laughs> Keep going. The Cardinals. The Tampa Bay Rays. The oh. San Diego Padres. Okay. The LA Dodgers. The Chicago Cubs. The Milwaukee Brewers. The Atlanta Braves. And the San Francisco. Gigante. See, what's interesting about that I is that the the Rays, the Rays and yeah. the Padres haven't won World Series. Okay. So you would have to do a comp to those, which makes me think the team that is comp to the San Diego Padres either have the most dominant closer or the best hitter in the Korean League. Maybe the Koreans are fans of uh, Rays the animal, like just, you know, like a devil ray. They just like those animals over there. No, I'm going to go with they have really low attendance and crappy ownership and no money to spend. I'm going to go with somehow that still, route. But somehow still win games. Somehow still win games. I'm going to go with that route. All right, so based on those teams, <clears throat> who would you most lean towards picking? You know, I scoffed at the Royals, but I might just go with them. Uh, I'm really interested in the Cardinals. Okay. Um, that's the one I'm really interested in because... Whoever the Dinos are. Uh, the the Cardinals one interests to me, as you heard over the last, you know, talking about old players. You know, I'm a big Bob Gibson fan. Uh, I have a lot of respect and admiration for Stan Musial. And they're the second most. You also love Paul Goldschmidt. I do love Paul Goldschmidt. And they do have 
The second most titles in Major League Baseball. They have one of the most iconic uniforms in baseball. Therefore, they are steeped in tradition. They have their own way, quote unquote. Uh, but they are not the bandwagon team. You know sure. what I mean? Sure. Sounds like the Dinos. Uh, it's not. Damn it. Damn Dinos. Uh, so, Joe, if you want to choose the Royals, I don't know why you want to choose the Royals, but if you want to choose the He's Royals. He's an Orioles fan, man. That's why. <laughs> uh, you wanted to pick the team most equivalent to your Orioles. Sounds pretty close, too. Uh, it is the Hanwha Eagles is the Royals. Mm. Don't want them. Well, you're not stuck with them. You didn't. You didn't claim. You already claimed the Dinos. Well, they're right. two and six right now. They're only four and a half back, though. Uh, the by the way, the <clears throat> Dinos are the Brewers. Uh, okay, okay. The Dinos are the Brewers. The Dinos are the Brewers. Uh, the Cardinals are. You ready to hate yourself? The Kia Tigers. The Tigers. <laughs> Damn it! You are a Detroit Tigers fan, my friend. They're four and four, two and a half out. Um. My <clears throat> wyverns are the Giants, apparently. Mm, the Gigantes. Which I was not super upset with when I saw that. I was like, oh, you know. The Giants are a great organization. I can, I can root for the Giants. If you're a Giant fan, <clears throat> you know, if you're a San Francisco Giant fan pre-dirt, you know, you're fine. Because, like, True. nobody nobody wants a bandwagon to 2010s Giants fans. And although this is going to sound laughable because I am a Yankees fan, um, I tend to, when I pick new teams and new sports, not pick the best team. Right. I just don't like to do that. Uh, the Doosan Bears are the Yankees, according mm. to Bra- Baseball Brit. Which has been the team I've enjoyed because they have a really good pitching staff. Uh, so I would not pick them naturally. Uh, I am a Southampton fan in the Premier League. If that is not proof enough of me not picking the best teams, I didn't pick the best team 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, or 10. I picked Southampton. Dude, I love Southampton. Great. Yeah, they're the Liverpool Farm Club. They are. It's awesome. You steal all our players, you jerks. We don't uh, steal. We pay handsomely for them. Question. And we do nothing with it. Yeah, that's your own fault. Who are the Hyundai Unicorns? That that's is, what I wonder, that too. A, because That is a defunct team. <clears throat> yeah, that makes sense because they're not in this. Yeah, yeah I, I was going to say, I've, the only reason I know that is because the name Unicorns is awesome, but they don't exist. Well, and, and it's pronounced Hyundai Hyundai unicorns. Oh, not like that, but it's just called Hyundai. Well, I, that was not bad. Anyways, uh, the wyverns. I had to Google what that was. Yeah, it's like a flying dragon thing. It's a it's a toss up between the wyverns and the dinos. Yeah, now. wyverns are cool, right? That's a pretty badass. Uh, Do you not remember us talking mascot. about the wyverns last week with Mike and his metal nah, was probably oscopy? Checked, probably checked out at that point. <laughs> it's probably true. He's yeah. probably right. Yeah. Um, for those of you who are curious about the other ones, the Rays are the Kiwoom Heroes. The Padres are the... Whoa, 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 whoa. Hold up. The Kiwoom Heroes are 6-2. and two, Half game out. Well, there you go. They're good. They're good. The Padres are the KT Wiz. The KT Wiz, 1-6, 5 out. Dodgers are the LG Twins. Is everybody 5 out? Uh, well, yeah, at the bottom. <laughs> they've, they've, only, they've only played 7 games. Still early. Uh, and what did you say, Mike? Uh, the Dodgers of the LG Twins. LG Twins are four and three, two games out. They also have the best hitter in the Korean League. Uh, the Cubs are the Lot or Lati Giants. Six and one, tied for first. The Brewers are the Dinos. Um, the Braves are the Dinos Samsung also in first. Lions. The Samsung Lions, three and five, three and a half back. There you go. There you go. There you go. There you go. No draws in the KBO this year yet. Cool. Gonna keep I'm you guys really updated. That that's a, gonna keep you guys exists. updated every single week. You know, KBO. It's real sports. Until well, they're uh, shut down because because <laughs> someone tests positive, right? Uh, and we'll give you uh, up to speed on the Bundesliga next week. Why not, man?
We got games that on I Saturday. Will actually be watching. I'm 100% watching Bundesliga I mean, on I'm Saturday. I'm not waking up 6 a.m., but that 9.30 game. Until they I, shut down. I have to work at 10, at 11 in the morning on Saturday. I might get up at 6 in the morning. Because that's the Dortmund game that's going to be on. Dortmund's playing at 6 a.m.? I think so. That's baseball, baby. And then I think the 9.30 Soccer. game is Mönchengladbach and... Uh, Frankfurt. Huge game. Oh, man. I wish Leipzig was playing, dude. I want to watch T-Mobile. They are playing. They're just not on Fox okay. Sports. Uh, but they're live on Fox Sports? Okay, guys. Yes. Let's, okay. Uh, well, Fox Sports isn't always good about that stuff. Let's, uh, let's go here. Uh, okay. And here is Joe with Sports. Last Dance next. This is the Hot Corner with Harrison Lynch on 1080 The Fan. Wow. I started blasting. Bah, wow. bah. Shout out to Becky Lynch. She gave up the title at t- title belt on Monday. She's no longer the man. She's about to be the mom. I was going to say because she is an actual woman. She is about to be the mom. I like that joke. I have a t-shirt that because says that she's an actual <clears throat> Woman. I have a t-shirt Breaking that says news. Dun, dun, dun. I have a t-shirt that says the man on it. And it's got a little symbol down there by the end on the man. It's just giant, it's black and white, just giant letters that say the man. And I always wear it for my love for Becky Lynch. I always feel like such a D walking outside. <laughs> so I was like, oh the man, huh? What's up, Chad? You're like, oh, I'm sorry, dude. Now I'm Chad Thundersea. <laughs> yeah. Now I'm thinking of uh like WWE fans, when they heard the news that she was going to have a kid, I thought she was a man. <laughs> I'm what? so confused. What is this? Mom! <laughs> she claims she is the man. I Where's don't my get hot it. pockets, Mom? <laughs> Diarrhea pocket. <laughs> I don't know what that is. It's Jim Gaffigan. Okay. Classic. Yeah, a fun. classic stand-up comedy sketch. Gotcha. Open package. Insert into toilet. <laughs> He was just riffing on Hot Pockets being terrible. Okay. He's like, their, their ads are Hot Pockets. And he goes, they should say Diarrhea Pockets. <laughs> Frozen on the outside, nuclear on the inside. Yep. Yeah. Yep. It always made me weirded out when uh, the package that you heated them up in the microwave was paper on the outside, but like a metallic mirror <laughs> on the inside. Yeah. I was like, is this going to A, burn my microwave down, or B, create gamma radiation in this The answer hot was no, and who knows? <laughs> All right. So the last dance was on this weekend as we saw episodes seven and eight, which means. Also, you would think that it was. Sorry. You would think that in the pocket. It would actually not stay frozen in the very middle, but the outs, the edge would just be like the surface of the sun hot. <laughs> nope, that's the inside. And you'd get to the middle and you're like, I mean, I guess it's a little bit warm. <laughs> I never understood that. It's inside the heating device, but the edges that are sticking out, also weird that you've created something that has stuff stick out of it. It's it's not the full size yeah, of it. It's like three like quarters of the... Like, you make the hot pockets. It's not a third-party thing yeah. here. And the edges get really hot because, oh, I don't know, they're exposed in the microwave. <laughs> and the thing that's in the in the, the freaking, like, metal sleeve is like, eh, I'm frozen. I'm good. We've lost Patrick. Apparently, Hot Pockets are very funny to Mr. Harris over here. <laughs> Woo! Pull it together. It's funny because it's true. Pull it together. <laughs> Pull it together. Um, the Last Dance was on this weekend, episode seven and eight. 
I talked about the retirement and uh, coming back. I can't believe that the last episodes are next week. I know. It's gone by really fast, which is a good thing. I mean, it means it's good. Uh, I thought it was really interesting seeing the baseball stuff mm -hmm. because, honestly, what I know about Michael Jordan playing baseball is from Space Jam. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> because I didn't – I mean, what was it? 94, right? I mm -hmm. was five years old. What's the classic word? line? Baseball bat. Get this guy a tennis racket. Jim Rome on the TV talking about yeah. baseball oh, for Michael. Yeah. The yeah. SI cover. <laughs> Bag it up, Mike. Error Jordan. Yeah, error Jordan. Which is just, come on, that's classic. <clears throat> One of my favorite things from the episodes was the shooting of Space Jam when Reggie talked about, like, these were the best games. They're just playing shirts and skins. The Jordan Space Jam Dome? Yeah, the his, his training facility, and he just called the homies. Yep. Notice Isaiah Thomas wasn't called. Hey of course. Still would <laughs> uh, never be called, actually. Yeah. But all the homies showed up and they played ball, and Reggie was just like, these games were intense. And they were just so impressed that Michael could do that crazy schedule all day and still compete in those games. That was that was my favorite thing that I took I away. I do wish we got a little bit more of Space Jam, just because for me, that movie is such a part of my childhood that I wish I could have seen a little bit more of like the development of it mm -hmm. uh, in the documentary. Maybe there's already something out there about the development of it. I don't yeah. know. But well, I uh, think the documentary is trying to really focus more on the basketball. Yeah. Like there's not a ton of Nike stuff. There's not his personal life at all outside of his parents. Yeah, and, and the the director was asked why there was less of his parents in there than we would expect. And he said, Well, even though it is a I don't think he said this exactly, but I'm kind of paraphrasing. Even though it is appearing as if it's a Michael Jordan documentary, it's not. It's about the Bulls. It's still supposed to be about the Bulls. And if we don't have the parents of all the other players, it seems kind of weird to have constant interviews of just Michael Jordan's parents. So he said, we're using it when it's useful. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, it is a Michael Jordan documentary. We're going to be honest. Right, let's it's, be real here. There was an episode for Scotty, an episode for Dennis Robin, an episode for, for uh, Phil. In episodes two, three, and four. Yeah, and everything else has been Michael, Michael, Michael. Get back Michael, to Michael. Michael, yeah. Michael, 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 Michael. We're Michael. losing them. And to be fair, Michael Jordan was, you know, mm -hmm. the key focal point. One, two, three for this whole thing. But yeah. Um, I, I, I do think it'd be cool to see more from Michael Jordan's family because I mean, it's basically turned into an MJ documentary. Well, right? I didn't even know he had a brother. So, I mean, <laughs> he, he made an appearance. He did. He did. Um, oh, dang it. Be funny if his name was Jordan Jordan. No, that <laughs> wouldn't be funny. That'd be sad. <laughs> Jordan Jordan. <laughs> That'd be sad, Michael. You're a jerk. It'd kind of be funny. Uh, I, can I say a couple things real quickly? Uh, is that I liked how quickly they dispelled the conspiracy theories um, and basically just essentially took a giant dump on them. Yep, they found one guy that was like, BS. How do I put this lightly? Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> um, I do like that Steve Kerr finally got his time to shine on why he's on the cover of this documentary. Yep. The For the... Uh, Two minutes of the story he told. Nah, let's put Steve <laughs> Kerr on the on the cover of this documentary. I, mean, I think it is kind of. It was cool to hear his perspective on it because mm -hmm. all you hear is like, "Oh, Michael Jordan, the big bad practice jerk, pra punching Steve Kerr in the face," and he was like, "Yeah, I mean, I stood up for myself and I pushed him, and he punched me, and then we called later that day, and it was fine." Steve Kerr said he punched him in the chest, yeah, or he pushed him in the chest, something like that. Yeah, yeah I th I thought he said he punched him in the chest, and MJ just clocked him in the face, right. And he got immediately kicked out by Phil. It, which which I, I liked that. I, I liked the Phil thing. You know, Phil was able to manage ego while also having actual strategy on the court like a real coach. 
I like Aaron Boone. Good. Not just massaging <clears throat> egos, but actually saying, hey, let's do this. Like Aaron Boone. Well, he wasn't able to do that to sure. Scotty. Uh, True. I didn't I, know that. I, I didn't, didn't know, know that. That. <laughs> that was very interesting. I had no clue that that happened at all. I was shocked. All. I was dying laughing at that. I was like, what? You know what I thought would have been a little bit cooler? It maybe it's, it has nothing to do with the director, just the players who are being interviewed. I feel like that was a really big deal. And the players were like, we were pissed. And then he apologized. And it was like, no, I have a feeling that they were like livid at him. Now, it, it helps that they won the game. Mm-hmm. It helps that Kukoc hit the shot. Mm-hmm. And for those who didn't see it. Boy, pee on Kukoc. Or who who aren't watching it. Um, Phil Jackson at the end of a, was it a playoff game? Mm-hmm. In 95, the first year Michael Jordan wasn't there. Maybe it was 94. I don't remember what year it was. It was the first year Michael Jordan wasn't there. They were in the playoffs. And Phil Jackson drew up a play for Tony Kukoc. And they showed highlights in the documentary of Kukoc hitting about five or six game-winning mm-hmm. shots during the season. Yep. And Scottie Pippen was the inbound guy. Mm-hmm. He was throwing the ball in, so he was going to have no role in the play at all. Right. And there's only like one second left on the clock or something like that. And he got so pissed that he just said he wasn't going in the game. Yeah. And Phil Jackson heard about it, and he said, is that true? F him. And they went and did the play. Kukoc hit the shot. They won the game. And the players were, I mean, understandably so. I mean, he quit. Their best player quit on them. Mm-hmm. And then <clears throat> Scottie Pippen had the gall to say in the documentary, I wouldn't change anything. Yep. Which I, what? there's part of me that's like, oh, you know, a lot of people say that. Like, oh, you know, if I go back in time, I wouldn't change a thing. Uh, really? That might be the one. That Really think about that, Scotty. I, I thought the reaction from Michael was the interesting one to me. It's the only time. It's the only time I truly feel Michael wasn't honest in his reaction to that. Because he just said it's something that will haunt Scotty forever, haunt Pip forever. And he made a bad choice. And I think that is the one moment that Michael decided to not take a shot. Right. Like protecting at his, his guy. Friend. Yeah. He protected his guy there. Otherwise, I think anybody else, he would have been like, yeah, it was BS. That was a chicken ass move. And I don't respect people that do that. And in that moment, he had that look like Pip knows he messed up. And I'll just leave it Scottie at that. Scotty Pippen's not coming across very well in this documentary. To me. I don't think so either, which is funny because there's a lot of things that we would stick up for him. Obviously, the way he was treated in the shadow and the money situ- contract situation and the way Jerry Krause tr- treated him, all that kind of stuff. But later on in this, yeah, Pip doesn't come across very well. Well, I mean, it's the same thing with the mm-hmm. waiting for the injury mm-hmm. until the season started. Mm-hmm. Uh, the whole contract thing. This, he's not... He's coming across kind of like a little B. Yeah, he comes across a little more as a diva. Uh, we we had this on primetime. Someone said he's kind of like Kevin Durant. He was an incredibly good player who had the thinnest skin and made stupid decision after stupid decision. Which uh, is funny because he was the right hand to the thickest skin yes. best decision maker. Maybe because of that, Jordan was able to deflect it all for both of them or something like that. Yeah. I mean, it it to me it's clear that that MJ has his back. Well, also, I think you probably saw the difference in those years. Without Michael Jordan, Scottie Pippen didn't have the same work ethic. Truth. Because Michael Jordan forced it on him. Right. Two other quick thoughts. I know we got a break. Um, 
Jordan laughing at Gary Payton was classic. <laughs> I was like, bro. I, I didn't have any problem with the club. There were some other things going on in my life, like my father dying. <laughs> he didn't say it like that, but he, he alluded to it. Being I know, but I was like, whoa, dude, like GP was good. Like GP was really good defense. And I just like that Gary Payton's clip was like, Man, if I had guarded him earlier, we may, maybe something didn't change, but we might have won. And he's just like, ha, 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 ha. <laughs> like maniacal evil lord, you yeah. know. <laughs> he's like, I had no problems with. I wasn't Gary when, when when MJ said that. I normally would have been like, I would have had that. Wait, no, no, Mike. Like GP was good, but I revert back to we talked about this last week when Thunder Dan was shown, and I was like, I really love Thunder Dan Marley, great defender. Smoked. <laughs> yeah, absolutely destroyed. So I was like, when when MJ goes, yeah, I was, I had no worries about the glove. I was like, good call, dude. I support that. <laughs> I respect you. Um, and the other one was him crying, talking about his intensity as a player. Now I, mm-hmm. it was interesting. Apparently, that was with. Well, I think his dad was kind of kicking into his brain when yeah. he started crying. Well, apparently that was only forty minutes into their interview. Oh wow! For the whole documentary, um, so that was very surface level for him. I, I will say this. I was surprised as the, that it was that that made him emotional because he didn't really say anything that was really, really over the top. He said something that was like, if you don't want to play that way, don't play that way. Right. Mm-hmm. Which to me is a very matter of fact statement, but it shows you just how much he valued the way that he played. Yeah. And even if he was an ass, and even if people didn't like the way he treated his teammates, he still thinks that was the right way to do it. He's kind of been vindicated by that, mm-hmm. winning all the titles he did. But um, it was interesting that he he kind of broke down over that. I thought that was a that was a it was it made him more human. This whole documentary <clears throat> is making me like Michael Jordan more mm-hmm. because it's making him more human. Yeah, and he was all worried that people were going to hate him, and I'm like, I don't. Because you're showing me a human side, which I didn't know existed because I thought you were just Mr. Robot Competitive Man. It's it's almost like his work ethic is the most important thing to him. Yeah. It's not the titles. It's not being the GOAT. It's the fact that he knew every day he went out there and he tried his hardest. All right, we're going to go to break and we'll come back and wrap this bad boy up. This is the Hot Corner, 1080 The Fan. This is the Hot Corner with Harrison Lynch on 1080 The Fan. So to finish things up, <clears throat> they let us officially know we got the commercial for uh, the Lance documentary, the Bruce Lee documentary, mm-hmm. and the summer of 98. Also another one. What's the other one? Everyone missed this one. Imperfect. The story of Roy Halladay. Oh, I did see something about that. It's an E60. But, um, yeah, it's going to talk about everything up to, like, his death, including, like, his drug addiction and, and what caused it. Uh, there is a ton of stuff about to come out on Roy Halladay that I did not know. Yeah. I didn't know he was addicted to drugs and was doing loop-de-loops in a plane probably high, which before he crashed. Well, I'd heard the rumors that he might have been on something in the loop-de-loops on the plane, but I did not know he had, like, struggled with addiction. Yeah, it sounds like his striving for perfection in his life, obviously he reached it so rarely because it's impossible to be perfect. Right. Um, it probably really weighed on him. That's And he nuts. resorted to substances. Yeah, with, with no sports going on, <clears throat> I'm watching everything. 
The Bruce Lee one's going to be great. I know I absolutely know nothing about Bruce Lee. I think most people know nothing about Bruce Lee. I'm also not sure that I have a ton of interest in it. You know, but I could be sold on watching it. Patrick, there was a guy during the UFC fights that did something. Uh, someone said, give him the Bruce Lee. And he grabbed the ground like sand mm. and tried to throw it in the fighter's face, which yeah. I thought was like cool. But then immediately it was like, mm. That does nothing. It's a mat. It's not sand. Yeah. What you, also, what are you doing? And also, he lost. Yeah. Also, Bruce Lee uh, empowers like the mental side of fighting, not just I'm going to beat the living s out of you in this cage. But hey, teaches on. By the way, MLB just tweeted a uh, highlight of five very zero curveballs, back to back to back to back to back. It's his birthday. It is, and they are loopier than I remember. <laughs> They're disgusting. Yeah, Albert Pujols is the first batter, and he just stares at it and knows instantly. He's like, That's better than Billy Wagner cocking back and Pujols going, ooh, I know where this is going. <laughs> I still love we've talked about this in the show before, but it's like you see the second the pitch comes out, you're like, every viewer is like, uh-oh. uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm really interested in the Summer of 98 documentary. Yeah, of course. Um, the Maguire Sosa. I'm interested for two reasons. One, I want to know if they touch on steroids, and B, I want to know where Ken Griffey Jr. is in that documentary. Because uh, Griff hit over 50 home runs that year. That, to me, is the very, very beginning of my strong baseball memories. Ah. Because I started watching in 96, 97-ish. And, ah. um, well, I, I started watching 95, 96. But I really remember watching ah. Sorry. the summer of 98. I remember it. I remember the intrigue about it, the cut-ins. I remember it. I love that I saw a little, little footage of, like, Mark McGuire putting putting his earbuds in, like getting ready to talk, and then it cuts to Sammy Sosa, and he's like whiter than the chair he's sitting in. <laughs> I forgot about that. I don't know why he did that to himself. I forgot about that. Well, I don't know. Why does Michael Jackson look like he does? <laughs> Dr. Acula. <laughs> anyway, that's all we got for you guys this week. Uh, we'll be back next week. Hopefully, get a little more um, situation here. On Major League Baseball, clearly the players aren't super happy with the proposal. So we'll see what happens next week, and uh, we'll fill you in the final of Last Dance. And who knows? I'll keep you updated with KBO, all that kind of stuff. Beers on Us podcast. Get that wherever you get your podcast at 10athefan.com. That's also the Les Schwab Tires podcast for this show. Go do something I would do. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.